danger. It's danger. Everybody come to the Breakfast Club. I call this the hot seat. <laughs> You're wild. You're wild. Can I live? You are out of control. I can't even deal with you. Y'all are so petty. Why are y'all so petty? The world's most dangerous morning show. DJ Envy. Captain of this bitch. Angela Yee. I stay in everybody's business, but in a good way. Charlemagne the God. The ruler rubbing you the wrong way. The Breakfast Club. Ain't for everybody. Yo 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 Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ Envy. Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Tuesday. Yes, it's Tuesday. Yes, it is, man. The one year anniversary of our good brother Dipsy Hustle's passing. Yes, it is. Drop on the clues bonds for Nipsey Hussle, man. Still feel surreal. Still don't feel right. Mm-hmm. You know? Energy still don't feel right. Yeah. Definitely doesn't, man. And they still have no leads as of yet. The guy hasn't uh, admitted to it. I mean, we also in the video, he hasn't been charged or anything like that. Well, he has been charged, but he hasn't been... He hasn't yeah, been charged. Yeah. The trial hasn't started as yeah. yet, right? Nah, but he'll, he's 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 getting he's going under the jail. It's not, no, it's not, that's not a problem. He's de- he's definitely getting put under the jail. But that don't what bring you? that don't bring Nipsey back though. Not at all. What did you guys do yesterday? Anything at all? Anything um, I watched fun? I watched a movie on you know Shredder. I told you about that new app that I downloaded. It's not new, but it's a horror movie app. And I watched this movie called The Room that they have on there. It was very interesting. It was pretty good. So I watched that. Every and then I started watching. Something on Hulu called High Fidelity. Every time you say Shredder, I think of uh, the, the the main villain in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It's amazing how things just stick to your brain in childhood, right? Like, so whenever you hear, if I hit, if I hit, if, if she said anything about Shredder, even when people talk about shredding things, like in our office, like, oh, I'm gonna put this in the Shredder, I I'm automatically think of the main villain off Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. Never fails. Well, well, I watch the news too much. Um, I was looking at the news, and Queens, New York, is the hot spot for New York with so many different cases in my family. My mom and my dad still live in Queens. And it's scary as hell. Like, I had to threaten them yesterday. Do not leave the damn house. Like, whatever you need, I will drive from Jersey, leave on your porch, leave on your porch for a couple days, and you bring it in the house. Do not leave that damn house. It's crazy out there. You got to start talking to people in New York City like that. If we start talking to people in New York City like that, then, they, they, then possibly the curve can get flattened. Don't leave your goddamn house, okay? If social distancing is telling us what they what they need us to do in order to flatten this curve, then people simply stay home. You prolonging your own summer, by the way. For everybody that Absolutely. wants to, I want to go outside. I want to be outside. I want to be outside. Okay, the longer you don't stay inside, you ain't getting outside. Simple well, the mayor in, in D.C. is threatening to put people in jail and also make them pay a $5,000 fine if they leave their homes during this mm-hmm. coronavirus outbreak. And yeah. see, and, and you hear these things about martial law. Martial law is definitely a bit extreme, but, you know, uh, uh, Americans, they just got too much freedom and they're just too spoiled. And so sometimes you got to implement things to freaking make them stay their ass in the house. It don't got to be martial law, though, but, you know, you have to find them or you have to threaten them with jail. Because this is a life or death situation out here right now. You can still go out. They, they say you still, even though it's a stay-home order, you can still do things like go to the supermarket. You can still go running outside and things like that. But they just I mean, don't do, want yeah, you don't, casually outside. 
do things that are necessary. Yeah, you can go to the you can go to the doctor, you can go to the grocery store, but other than that, stay home. You can't yes. just be hanging out, kicking it. I say, I'm a little different, man. I, I say stay home regardless. Act like it's a snowstorm. When it's a snowstorm, nobody's going to take a jog. For if, if if we could do that for ten days or fourteen days, fourteen like, days. Act like it's, act like it's a I'm not gonna lie. People what who it? are very serious about running do run outside in snowstorms. If if it's man, raining and it's it, snowstorm, it, 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 stay your ass in. Yeah, ain't nobody gonna see your summer body body knowing. Yeah. <laughs> right? yeah. But you know, some people run year. because it's therapeutic for them too. Like to be able yeah, to go this, outside and run. But this is a time and, when there's a lot of because it's a stressful a time for people. So there's different things that people are doing. And I, I have seen people running and jogging on the street, and I've seen that as social distancing, too. They're by themselves. They're running. They're not up on anybody, and the streets are kind of empty, so. Yeah, but people, are, people like, they take it too far. Like, they're like, yeah, I'm just going to run. Then I'm just going to stop here for a second. Then I'm just going to stretch here. Like, we need to keep everybody in the house for 14 days. Like, that's what <sighs> yeah. I know it's going to be tough. I know it's difficult. But if we want to get back out to regular civilization, everybody needs to stay home for 14 days. Like, America like, what about people working, though? Well, people that work, if they're essential workers, then they have to be out. But if you don't have mm-hmm. to be out, if you're not a doctor, if you're not one of these businesses where we need people, whether you supermarket. work for the power company, the water company, the supermarket, then, yes, I think people should stay home regardless of everything. Oh, by the way, it's only a matter of time before the supermarket clerks. I think I saw something yesterday where a lot of them were threatening to strike, and I don't blame them. It's the same thing with the hospital workers. The hospital workers don't have the proper PPE, so they don't feel they, they don't feel safe. They feel at risk, so they, they they're not going into the hospitals. It's gonna be the same thing with the supermarket workers in a, in a minute. I went to the well, Whole, store, Food, Whole uh, Foods is threatening to go on strike. A lot of the workers yeah. at Whole Foods. Uh, a lot more. I'm t- I promise you, a lot more than more. Because I went to the supermarket uh, Sunday. They had the glasses up in front of the cashiers, like like it was a liquor store. Like you know, and you know how the liquor store in the hood got the glasses up. I seen that. They had that up. After a while, you got to say to yourself, man, I don't think this is worth the risk. Okay, especially in New York, the way it's going, the way it's going crazy in New York. Everybody else, I don't know if they're feeling it like that yet, but New York is going crazy. All right, well, let's get into front page news. What we talking about front page news? We're going to talk about Donald Trump and who he wants to run against. Also, we'll talk about the fall. What's going to be happening here, according to Dr. Fauci? All right, well, let's get the show cracking. Let's start off with some Nipsey. We got Nipsey in the system. Can you pull up some Nipsey? Dramos? I got you. All right, let's get into it. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. All right. Rest in peace, Nipsey Hustle. Morning, everybody. Absolutely. Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Where we start, Yee? Well, let's start with coronavirus update for you guys. Right now, globally, 787,000 people have been infected and 37,000 worldwide have been killed. In the United States, as you know, we have the most confirmed cases globally at over 160,000 and more than 3,000 people have died in the U.S. with over over 1,200 of those people in New York State. Now, Donald Trump and Dr. Fauci were discussing the fact that there could be a second outbreak of coronavirus in the fall. Are you prepared for this to strike again, say, in the fall? You We're do, prepared. Do... I hope it doesn't happen. In fact, I would anticipate that that would actually happen because of the degree of transmissibility. However, if you come back in the fall, it will be a totally different ball game of what happened when we first got hit with it in the beginning of this year. How, how can it be now, a second outbreak? They haven't even stopped the first one yet. Now, according to Donald <laughs> Trump, they're start. saying... 
One million people have been tested so far in the United States for coronavirus, and they're saying that's a historic milestone in our war against the coronavirus. Another thing Donald Trump was talking about yesterday, and he did a phoner with Fox News, and he was saying that he has somebody else he would rather run against for president other than Biden. Well, one of the reasons he's successful is because we've helped make him successful. Now, if he's going to run, that's fine. I wouldn't mind running against Andrew. I I know Andrew for a long time. I wouldn't mind that. But I'll be honest, I think he'd be a better candidate than uh, Sleepy Joe. And he's talking about New York Governor Andrew Cuomo. Andrew Cuomo. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. I mean, Andrew has been looking very presidential over the past couple of weeks, but I mean, I, I can even understand why he's saying that. I think he's saying that just to throw a shot at Joe Biden, because that's what I've been saying. He's not showing any leadership during this whole situation. Like when everything was going down, you know, last week, Donald Trump was on your TV every single day, every mm-hmm. single day. And whether or not you, you know, agree with what he was saying or not, he was the only person that looked like he was actually leading then he turned around and you know got a two trillion dollar check cashed sadly people are simple man that goes a long way with folks sadly well governor cuomo is saying that he's not taking the bait and he has no plans on running for president so he's not falling for this divisive bait that uh donald trump is putting out there all right well i'm angela yee and that is your front page news all right thank you miss yee get it off your chest 800-585-1051 if you need to vent hit us up right now if you just want to just get things off your chest, if you're tired of being at home, or maybe you feel blessed, whatever it may be, call us now, 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? How you doing? This is Jasmine. Hey, Jasmine. Get it Good morning, Jasmine. Good morning. I was just calling because I'm in the military, and, you know, they say that we everybody is essential personnel. And it's like, I know what I signed up for when it comes to the military. And to be honest, I know with the virus, the virus going on and everything, but it's like even how the military is handling, it's like just ridiculous. You guys, how are they handling it? We got so many people that we all have to be in the same boat. We have to be in the same work center. And it's like some of these people aren't essential. Some of these people can't afford to go home. Then with the childcare, either we got to get rid of our kids, send our kids different places, but they're not even giving us time to send our kids. So Mm -hmm. it's like a lot of, you know, we trying to rush and do different things while also trying to um, keep our contracts and not getting threatened and getting in trouble. And then on top of that, all our health is at risk. It's just ridiculous. I'm just realizing how grossly underprepared uh, America is for any type of real pandemic. Period. Of course. See, yeah, we go all across right the board now. from the healthcare system to the military. Everybody, everybody, like they just really got caught with their pants down. Thank you for your service, and we really appreciate you, Mama. Oh, thank you. Hello, who's this? Yo, Andy, what's going on, man? This is JD. Middle What's George. up, JD? What's up, bro? Get it off your chest. Uh, hey, what's going on, Kashawn? What's going on, you? Hey, I want to say uh, Peace, what's King. Yes, sir. I want to, uh, you know, give give a shout out to all the truck drivers out here, man. Delivering all this freight. Yeah, hey, salute to y'all. Y'all are very much appreciated. Absolutely, man. We appreciate you driving them supplies up and down that highway, man. Thank you so much, brother. Be safe out there. Hey, big big horn, big horn for Charlotte, man. My brother. Thank you, King. Hello, who's this? Yeah, this is Tim. Hey, Tim, get it off your chest. What's up, Tim? How are you, Tim? What's going on? I'm good. How y'all doing? 
I'm Every blessed, black, and highly favored. Well, get it off your chest, Tim. Yeah, man, I was, uh, I was just, I've been trying to get through for a while, and uh, this essential stuff, I'm a contractor on Fort Bragg, and they steady saying we're essential workers, we're essential workers. I'm like, no, we're not, we're not really needed here, and you talk about social distance, you know, and, you know, on our job site, it's always safety, safety, but this would be the biggest safety concern that we have. But it's like they don't care for their employees, but you got contractors that are sitting in the office and they lock their doors so the workers can't even go into the office. You know, they don't come out onto the job. And I just think it's kind of messed up that they're thinking that their life is more important than ours and we're the ones that got to be in it and they don't have to be. That's very true. They don't fair. They don't feel fair. Yeah, they want they want they want they want a social distance from y'all, but they want y'all to mingle around each other. Yeah, they won't even come out to the job site anymore. Usually when, you, you know, you say the guy, he's supposed to be on the job, but, mm-hmm. you know, he's locked in the office. Just, it's also it's messed up. It's also hilarious that nobody wants their job to be important right now. All be- before this probably happened, they're probably like, "Yeah, my job is essential. My job is important." That when this happened, they're like, "Um, I don't want to be in the essential category." My goodness. Well, thank you for calling, brother. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? This is Lala. I'm calling from Florida. Hey, Lala, get it off your chest, mama. Stay home, Lala. Uh, I'm actually on my way to work. I work at a hospital full-time. Beautiful. I also work. I wanted to comment on the young lady who called in and quit her job as a nurse. Her name is mm-hmm. Melissa. Yeah, she called in yesterday. I feel, I understand where she's coming from completely. I think there are other outlets that she could have taken before she just, like, up and quit her job. I'm a nurse assistant. I have more hands-on care with the patients than most nurses. Here's the thing. They are asking most healthcare professionals wear the same PPE all day. That's, that's a known fact. That's widespread right now. If that was not okay pre-coronavirus, it should not be okay now. Right. Donald right. Trump signed his bills. They sending all this money to these different hospitals, and we're still using the same equipment. That's unacceptable. In that case of the young lady, I feel like she should have demanded them to give her the proper equipment. While we did not sign up for being unsafe at work, I understand where she's coming from. We did not sign up for the unknown. I have a kid. I'm in the same situation that she's in. But if I come into work and they're telling me I'm going to have to use the same equipment all day, I'm going to ask them, like, hey, you need to you need to step your game up or I am going to leave. It's not worth the risk. You never know what it's like to have to go home and sanitize yourself before you touch your kids. Like, nobody can understand that. Nobody. Mm-hmm. And and by the way, it, it, to your point, it's very important to note that on February 7th, the World Health Organization uh, told everybody that there was a limited stock of PPE. And on that same day, Donald Trump's administration announced it was transporting to China nearly 35,000 pounds, 17.8 tons of PPE. So even though he knew that it was a potential threat yeah, to America, he sent all of that aid over to China. 
Mr. America first. <laughs> well, thank you for checking in, and we appreciate your service too, Mama. So, um, here's the thing. If you want people to stay at home and be safe, the, the people that are going risking their lives, you need to give them, we're not even getting hazard pay. You got people that's that crazy. are working at a gas station that's getting hazard pay. Right. Well, that's thank crazy. you so much for your service, and we definitely appreciate you. You be safe out there, mama. That's crazy Hello, to me, healthcare professionals aren't getting hazard pay. Hello, who's this? Hello. Hey, what's your name? What's up? This is Jay from California. First of all, don't call here with no attitude. I am not your baby daddy. I am not your boyfriend. Do not call here with no attitude. We didn't do nothing to you. She sounded. She sounded like she had attitude at first, and she softened up. Hi, hi, mama. Sorry, I didn't know if I was on you. This is my first time being on. I'm so sorry, y'all. Well, congrats. How are you? Get it off your chest, mama. I'm doing really good. My husband and I have been together for four years. We just decided we wanted to have a baby in this pandemic. (laughs) Well, y'all have time to work on it. We have a lot of time. Yes, ma'am. And I want to give him a huge shout out. He is at Jerry Sprunger with two R's on Instagram and also our podcast, Life and Marriage Podcast. Why is his name at Jerry Sprunger? Um, you have to look at his page and then go on the first page, the first post and then you'll see. Please tell me you're not dating an inspiring rapper. No, he is not an inspiring rapper. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. All yeah, right. And he does other things, but no. Beautiful. Okay. Well, thank you for checking in, Mama. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up at any time. You know they are starting to train dogs to uh, to sniff out the coronavirus? So that's yeah, what they stop, that. man. I, swear, I know they don't know. You can smell the coronavirus? That's what they're training. They're training dogs right now to, to sniff out the coronavirus. What the hell the coronavirus smell like? I don't know. Where cite so, your sources? Where are you getting this from? That was the post. It's in the news. They said they the are, news. yeah, they're training dogs. Well, I'd like to hear more about this. Some, some, uh, I need an expert to call up and tell me about this. Dogs can smell diseases? Interesting. Know. Yeah, but that's what they I feel like I read something about that dogs can smell cancer, though. I feel like I read that before. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm wrong. Anyway, well, we got rumors on the way. Yes, and let's talk about Tiger King. The popularity of that show has led to a lot of things happening after this has aired on Netflix. And we'll tell you what some of those things are, including one case that's being reopened. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk. What's his name? Joey Tiger? Tiger Guy? I Joe Exotic. Joe Exotic. Him. Show some goddamn respect. It's about time. What's going on? Yeah. Rumor Report. Rumor Report. This is the Rumor Report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Yes, so ever since that Tiger King Netflix series has aired, there's been a lot of activity. First of all, Cardi B was on Twitter saying she wanted to start a GoFundMe account for Joe. He shall be free. TMZ posted that story and then uh, said that it wasn't possible for her to do a GoFundMe for him because of the rules. The company won't allow that. Well, she says she was only joking. She said, OMG, I was just playing. I do love him, though, and he definitely needed better representation. And then she put here, kitty, kitty. So she is a I can't believe anybody took that serious. I can't believe anybody mm-hmm. took Cardi B wanting to start a GoFundMe series. Like she, like we, I thought that was the obvious joke when she said it. 
Now, the popularity, though, of Tiger King has led the sheriff to revisit the case of Carol Baskin's husband, who is missing. If you've watched the documentary series Tiger King, then you know that Carol is being accused by Joe Exotic and many other people of having killed her husband. And so now they are going to reopen that case if Florida sheriff has asked for leads in the disappearance of her first husband, Don Lewis. I'm, am I the only person that thinks Joe or Jeff was definitely sleeping with that tiger? Like, one of them definitely smashed that tiger at some point. That's why that tiger bit him. It was a scene with a... And there was a, there was a scene where the woman was rubbing the tiger's... Like, that tiger was definitely tired of being abused. That's why he got aggressive. My goodness. I haven't seen it yet. I got to watch it today. Yeah, I've watched it. And, I mean, look, everybody's getting into it now. So, if you haven't already, you got to watch Tiger King. I mean, I'm surprised you guys had your Netflix weekend. Now, Joe Exotic, in the meantime, is suing government agencies and, and his former business partner, a $94 million lawsuit from federal prison... So he's uh, suing U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service and the U.S. Department of Interior for 18 years of research and care of 200 tigers and crossbreeds for 365 days a year. He also wants $15 million additional damages for false arrest, false imprisonment, discrimination, malicious prosecution, all kinds of things from uh, behind bars. So she said, uh, we're not worried about it. We're told the judge will not approve it because of the crimes that Joe himself has committed. And Joe Exotic is saying he's the only person charged because he's an openly gay male with the largest collection of generic tigers and crossbreeds. And he has sex, sex with tigers, too. You should watch the show, Envy. I think you would like it. Some people would even say that Tiger King is great. All right. In the meantime, Doc, who is also on the show, he doesn't like the way that he was portrayed. He said it looks like he was running a cult complete with his own harem. And that's because the women that were interviewed made it seem like they were part of that harem. You know, he's married, but he had a lot of different girlfriends. He said, I'm a single guy. I was married 25 years ago, but I'm a single guy. I got girlfriends. They've come and gone over the years. It can't be unique that I got girlfriends. It's just that they were put on the screen saying this and that. And then they also made it seem like he was grooming some of these girls from teenagers. He said, these aren't teenagers. Teenagers that are walking around here. Granted, some of them have been here for decades. So there's a lot of things going on because of Tiger King. And Shaq has even had to respond to criticism because he's on the documentary and you can see him playing with the Tigers. He actually went to go visit Joe Exotic's zoo. And here's what he had to say about being on the series. I forgot what year it was. Anyway, Dallas was playing OKC. So instead of flying back and forth, me and Alex, we get on the Shaq bus. So on the way, we see a sign that says uh, Tiger Sanctuary. So we go in there, and it's a beautiful place, and the character that was there was Exotic Joe. And uh, we, we're there, and, you know, I drop some donation for the Tiger's Foods and all that. We take pictures with Tigers. We been, went back a couple times. Then we go back another time, and we find out that he's involved with all this stuff. And then, I, actually, I stopped going, but I had no idea all that stuff was going on. That was on Shaq's uh, podcast, the big the big podcast with Shaq. So that backlash that he was getting. Um, they also, in a clip in Tiger King, he said that he bought two tigers from Joe Exotic, and he's saying that's not true. Yeah, I'm shocked that uh, Shaq even allowed his footage to be shown on that show. Like, I'm sure they had to sign something in order for him to be seen on that show. Well, they, he they, probably they, signed they, they, they it did. back then and just thought he was playing, you know, with the tigers, because I'm sure when they were filming, they probably made you sign something while you yeah. were there, and so he probably didn't know it was going to turn into this documentary. And I don't, I don't think anybody thinks Shaq would hurt a tiger or would do anything foul to a tiger, not Shaq. Yeah, because y'all can't I mean, even they... see that Joe Exotic definitely sleeping with that tiger. I ain't heard nobody mention that yet, okay? Joe Exotic definitely has, was having sex with that tiger in some way, shape, or form. Everybody on that show seems like a trisexual sexual to me. Like, they're willing to, to try anything. If it got a hole, they're going for it.
My goodness. All right. Well, Doc, who was on Tiger King, has also posted pictures of a lot of celebrities coming to his Myrtle Beach safari, including Beyonce, Floyd Mayweather, Odell Beckham Jr., all these different people. So, you know, Little people Duval. like to go play with the animals. Little Duval definitely was down there um, fondling tigers. He was telling me about that place for so long. Man, you got to take your daughter to this animal sanctuary in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Well, it always sounded way. If you, if you, if you, if you, if you've been to Myrtle Beach, you know what I'm saying because I, you know, we used to go to Myrtle Beach every year because I'm from South Carolina. But when you go down there, it's like when you say animal sanctuary in Myrtle Beach. Why are there tigers in Myrtle Beach? So it never sounded right. right to me. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. You want to do your great joke again? No. I, I, I don't think it landed. I don't, I don't think there were any. I don't think there were any wheels on that plane when the plane was trying to come down. I don't think the wheels came out. <laughs> but you got to try things sometimes, people. Sometimes you got to throw things against the wall, see what sticks. That's all. <laughs> now we got a front page news next year. Uh, yes, we are going to give you some updates. Of course, as you know, as we have been doing every single day on coronavirus, uh, we'll talk about some potential strikes that could be happening soon. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Where we start with, Yee? Well, right now there's over 160,000 coronavirus cases in the United States, and they're saying there's at least 3,004 deaths. 78% of Americans are under stay-at-home orders. And Donald Trump and Dr. Fauci, who is the director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, told reporters that they believe there will be another coronavirus outbreak coming in the fall. Are you prepared for this to strike again, say, in the fall? You We're do, prepared. Do. I hope it doesn't happen. In fact, I would anticipate that that would actually happen because of the degree of transmissibility. However, if you come back in the fall, it will be a totally different ball game of what happened when we first got hit with it in the beginning of this year. Why are they talking about a second one when they haven't gotten a handle on the first one yet? Why are we preparing for the sequel when part one is still going on? Uh, now, they are trying to develop a vaccine, and they're saying that Donald Trump is working with Johnson & Johnson to develop that vaccine. So, according to Dr. Fauci, there mm -hmm. is a vaccine that's on track for development. I don't, want Donald, Trump nowhere. I, I don't want Donald Trump talking to them people about developing no vaccine. I can see Donald Trump in there now. Put a little tussin in it. No, he ain't going to say that. I'm serious. Donald, Donald Trump is the type of person to tell, that, tell him to add ingredients, bro. No. Now, an Amazon worker has been terminated. He was based at the company's Staten Island office in the warehouse after he participated in a worker walkout protesting the company's response to coronavirus. Amazon did confirm firing him. They said the employee, Christian Smalls, was supposed to be under quarantine. He was ha had close contact with a diagnosed associate with a confirmed case of COVID-19. They asked him to remain at home with pay for 14 days. That's a measure that they've been doing it sites around the world and they said despite that instruction to stay home with pay he came on site today that was yesterday putting the teams at risk so they're saying that's why they fired him but smalls feels like he was fired because he helped organize this protest and he feels that he was being singled out for punishment and that his firing reflects a culture of apathy at amazon mm. Mm. Also, Whole Foods employees are planning to strike today, and that's for uh, better protection against coronavirus. There's Whole Food workers, they said, if they call in sick, 
uh, to demand guaranteed. Now Whole Food workers will call in sick today. They're going to demand guaranteed sick leave for people who have to self-isolate right now during this time. Originally, the strike was scheduled for May 1st, but now they brought that forward to today. In addition to sick pay, employees are asking for double hazard pay, a more serious commitment to keeping the stores clean, and the closure of any store in which a worker has tested positive. So what they're saying is as the situation has progressed, our fundamental needs as workers have become more urgent. They said that COVID-19 poses a very real threat to the safety of our workforce and our customers. We cannot wait for politicians, institutions, or our own management to step in to protect us. So Whole Foods has only boosted wages for their workers by $2 an hour, and those diagnosed with coronavirus will get two weeks of paid leave. They want more protection than that. They should be. No, they should be getting. They should be getting hazard pay. You know, they got to stop treating these store clerks like they're just disposable. Like you know what I mean. Like I went to this grocery store on Sunday, and they had like the the glass. Like when you go into the the liquor store in the hood, they had the glass in front of the in front of the the, the cashier. And I'm just like, damn, if it's that serious, I can use the self the self checkout. Yeah, that's what they should. I, be. I, they I, should be allowed yeah, people to yep. use the self checkout and. You know, a lot of those people, if you go to the supermarkets, you realize that there's a lot of older people working the registers. So, you know, those are the ones that are uh, even, if they get it, can be in worse conditions. So we got to protect them. And I was thinking about them with their gloves, right? Because I'm like, how often do they change their gloves during shifts? Because, you know, you're sitting there and, you you know, you're constantly either taking money or taking, you know, taking somebody's card or you're bagging up stuff. You know, like, right. how often do they change their gloves? Because that's unsanitary too, right? So I'm just like... Right. This this not a good situation for either party right now. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. And you know what's when I went to the supermarket too? the other day, we had to. Um, I mean, we had to bag our own groceries. They weren't doing it for you, and you know, you put your card in the machine yourself. So I guess there's no real contact, but it's still dangerous. If you go if you go to Target or you go to any of the supermarkets, you know what's what's disgusting. You see a lot of gloves on the floor. Because when people finish packing their stuff in their car, they just take off their gloves and there's no way they throw them on the, on the floor. Somebody got to pick that's those so gloves whack. up. Come on, people. Yeah. That's why that's why the earth rebelling against us right now because we don't respect the earth. You're just going to litter like that? That's yeah. why the earth is repairing itself right now and it's going to take your ass out for stupid stuff like that. My goodness. All right. Well, that is front page news. Now, 800-585-1051. Uh, it's been crazy out there. A lot of people have lost their jobs. A lot of people don't have jobs. A lot of people... I put their jobs on furlough. So we're asking, what are you doing to make money at this time? What creative things are you doing at the crib? This is a very yeah, Macy's, Macy's has just uh, furloughed most of their workers. That's 125,000 employees. They're furloughing the majority of their employees right now. Mm-hmm. This question is uh, a little too soon for a lot of people. This question yeah. right here is hitting. This is a little too soon for a lot of people, okay? A lot of people just lost, lost their jobs and just got furloughed. They haven't sat down and thought about it yet. At 800-585-1051, what are you doing to make some money at this time? I know a lot of people are seeing. Shout out to DJ Will, who's a DJ at our uh, New York Station Power 105. He's a, of course, all the clubs are closed, so what he's doing is he's cooking. He is actually, he's buying food, he's cooking for the neighborhood and charging for meals. So what are you doing to make money? I told people uh, about maybe a week ago, I said, you know, you're not going to be going out for at least two, two months, three months. So I'm sure there's some sneakers that you bought that you didn't wear yet, some outfits, I'm telling people, you know what you should do? Sell those sneakers right now and put that money into something that you never thought of. Put it into a stock market. Put it into buying uh, a stock of Disney or Boeing or Delta or anything. Just put a little but bit Envy, of money. I, think you talk, I, I get what so you're saying, but I think, 
Yeah, but you're talking to the people who have the luxury of having extra. Some people don't have the luxury of being able to have, not not even to invest, but to have uh, extra pair of sneakers that they can just sell or some extra clothes that they can just sell. You know what I'm saying? You're talking to people who have the luxury of of having a little bit more than average. Even even there's some people that will take sneakers that are old and and make $20, $30, off of them. Like, the sneakers I've been selling, I've been selling sneakers for $30, bro. These sneakers that I wouldn't wear, but these are just extra that they're just sitting in the closet. I've been going through things and just selling them and using that money to do things I usually wouldn't normally do. And I'm just saying... You have a lot of extra, sir. Yeah, you have like a thousand pairs of sneakers. You have a lot of foreskin, sir. That I do. But I saw people people that were sewing... I saw some people sewing those face masks because since there's Mm -hmm. a shortage of masks, I saw a lot of people selling those online that they've been making them at home and then uh, selling those also. And I see those are going. Yeah, All I right. see a lot so, of people. I see a lot of people sending out cash apps asking for fifty dollars. That's been going on. Yeah, that's been going on for a long time. But anyway, I seen people making hand sanitizers. Just what are you doing? Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. What are you doing to make a little extra money? Put people on. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Pull out your, pull out your phone. Call in right now. You call me. Call me. Add your opinion to the Breakfast Club top. Break it down. 800-585-1051. The Breakfast Club. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we were talking about how difficult and how hard it is out there. But people are getting creative. People are coming up with all types of ways to make extra cash. I was telling you about DJ Will, who is a DJ here at the station. Of course, the clubs are closed, so he can't DJ the clubs like he usually do. But what he's doing, he's, he's cooking. He's cooking for the neighborhood. You can pull up on him. He got all types of food. I've seen uh, Caribbean food. I've seen seafood, soul food, all that. So shout out to DJ Will. His, his uh, Instagram is DJ Will NYC if you want to order some food. But what are you guys doing to make a little extra cash? I see people making their own special rum punches and bottling it up for other people to buy, which is uh, nice at a time like this. People are at home. They might want a little drinky drink. Right. Um, I don't know. I mean, because, you know, everybody that I've spoken to who has, you know, been laid off or been furloughed, they really haven't, you know, figured out how, how they are going to eat for the next two or three months. Like, it really is a, a dire situation, you know I mean? I, I do hope that they can figure it out, but they haven't. A lot of people are really waiting on those those, those stimulus checks, you know, from, from the Trump administration in order to make ends meet, so... I don't know. Yeah. Some people dipping into their savings if they have any. I, I haven't heard anything yet. Well, if if I would just tell people this, if you are going through hard, hard times, financial problems, the first thing to do is instead of not paying, call. They are being very, very lenient with people. If it's a car note, if it's uh, your telephone bill, if it's your mortgage, call them and tell them what you're going through. And they are being very, very lenient right now. So definitely give them a call. What about student loans? Did they Yes, they have. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. All right. Well, let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? Freddie P. Hey, what's up, bro? What are you doing to make a little extra cash right around now? Uh, well, I'm still currently working on a truck. You know what I mean? We working seven days a week delivering. You know what I mean? In Columbus, Ohio. But I was calling up here to say that the drug trade was still booming. But then I heard you say something about you selling your sneakers. Then people said, "What's that?" What you mean? <laughs> Let me get some of them sneakers you selling. <laughs> no, nah, I only what it, what it is is I'm not into stocks. I just never been. Um, my my, my mother in law lost a lot of money back in the day, so I've never been on it. So what I do is is I take things that I might not be thinking about, like let's say a pair of sneakers. I sell it and I just put it into the to the stock market. Oh, sneakers in the stock market. Nah, I thought you were trying to. No, that's not what he said, sir. 
That's not what he said. I thought he said he was selling his sneakers for thirty dollars. That's what I thought he said too. You got That's what I thought he said. You got you got money for um sneakers at a time like this, sir? I just told you I'm working seven days a he week. He said he's still working. Oh, okay, okay, okay. You better hold on to your money. Ain't nobody can see you in your goddamn sneakers anyway. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> in the house. You're going to be in the house for the next month. I don't them anyway. I just put them in the closet. I work. Yeah, all right. Thank week. you, bro. Hello, who's this? Shani. Hey, what are you doing to make a little extra money at, at a time like this? Well, I coupon, so the items that I coupon with, I've been selling them off to people, making extra money. Like, my job, they have they don't have no snacks, so I've been selling all the snacks that I got <laughs> from couponing to my coworkers. Okay, so that's it's smart. a little bit of plus in the struggle. That's so. smart. That, that makes sense. That is very smart. That is yeah, very so smart. Because people aren't to trying work. to go to the yep. store. Yeah, they. that's a good idea. Yeah, I got Lysol that I've been coupon with, Clorox that I've been coupon with. It. So it's like people don't have these things. Like even baby wipes. Some of my coworkers, they needed baby wipes. I was able to sell them baby wipes. So it comes in handy with a little bit extra cash. And I'm also helping people that need things. Right. That's you dope. just can't charge them too much, though. You can't. You can't what about you? No. Okay. What about your musty coworkers? You sell them any, de- any deodorant? Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> okay. I might not All right. say it, but I'm going to hint it to you. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much. <laughs> you want to get this little is roll on app? for a quarter? Is there an app where you can just get coupons? I'm sure, right? Online? I haven't been using coupons. I mean, Groupon. Groupon, yeah, Groupon yeah, don't they? There's different sites but, where they have a coupon code and things like that. Like, you know, when you go to the supermarket, though, and you're like, okay. Not as, yeah, they have uh, coupon codes. And, and if you Google. Because they don't be having those flyers things, anymore. They pop up. Yeah, they still got flyers at BJ's and Costco. Oh, I know. Well, 800-585-1051, we're asking, you know, it's tough out there. It's hard, hard times right now. What are you doing to make a little extra cash? What are you doing to make some extra money? Call us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. So what are you doing to make a little extra money? That is the question. 800-585-1051. Hello, who's this? It's comedian Tony Fett, man. I'm from South Florida, man. Shout out to you, DJ Henry, Charlamagne, and God, Angela Yee, man. I love y'all. Hey. What's oh, up, you a comedian. I know you ain't working right now. Hey, no, that's a damn lie, man. Listen, man, I work pest control. I have an essential job. I work pest control during the day. I dance so I ain't working at night. But listen, I want to tell y'all something. Anybody that's out there, y'all got a car, you need to either DoorDash or you need to Uber Eats. Or what's that? Mm, uh, smart. What's that thing you can do when you go pick up people's groceries and stuff? What, what, what's that? Uh, being, it's called being a good Samaritan. I've been said that. I said that these kids No, he's talking about the app where people go get your groceries for you and get smart, paid yeah. for it. These kids should have been going to these older folks' house and grocery Thanks shopping the for them. Yeah, that's smart. Yeah, he's talking about Instacart. So, because they're actually Instacart is actually hiring right now. No, that's very smart, and, and not only for old people, for people that just don't want to leave the house, they're scared to leave the house. You could pay somebody, hey, go get these groceries. Yep, give them a couple dollars. Yeah, that makes sense. You would have to be very PPE'd up, meaning that you know you would have to have on the gloves, you would have to have on a raincoat, you'd have to have on a mask. It, like it'd have to be a lot in order for you to for me to let you go get my groceries. Right, but I mean, these are things where you can make a little extra cash. Hello, who's this? Hey, good morning. Good morning, man. Wake and bake. That Kush hitting this morning, huh? No, nah, I'm over here. I'm sitting in the car watching a, a, a tiny little dog um, laughing at something. Um, well, trying to bark at a grown person, you know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, my first time calling here, y'all respect what y'all saying out there. Yo, Charlotte, man, I'm down in your hood, man, where you from, South Carolina. I'm from Brooklyn, New York, though. But uh, Okay. Yeah. Don't be don't be taking that goddamn corona down to South Carolina now. Have you been tested? Oh hell yeah. I get tested for anything, man. Oh, oh you lying. Yeah, you ain't never got tested for coronavirus in your life. <laughs> bro. But what what, what bro. do you do to make a little extra bread right, though? That's cool. 
Well, right now, I'm using my last name, which is Blackstock, as my logo design. I'm also doing um, logo design for a lot of different people, especially um, for those who got kids, trying to um, utilize that in a way where it educates kids. Right? I'm also mm-hmm. doing um, what, um, um, some, like books for kids. You know, I'm trying to put them online, like, uh, make them into little videos, because after my daughter got murdered, I started trying to use that formula, like, you know, because I was like, all right, kids is growing up, you know, broken homes and all that. So let me try to um, correct that. Well, condolences to you, my brother. How long has your, your daughter been gone? Yeah, my daughter died. When I, you know, real talk, I was locked up at CT in 2002, you know, on Father's Day. That's when she got murdered. So, God sorry to hear that. Sorry to hear that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sorry to hear that, bro. It's all right. It's all right. You know, I'm not a, I'm not a, um, I'm a better person. You know what I mean? But, you know, you know, they say it's always karma. But anyway... I tried to open for after school center when I was in Connecticut. That didn't work out. So now mm-hmm. I took my drug money, you know, I used to sell drugs, to go on my drug money and try to reinvest that. You know what I'm saying? So I'm doing what I'm doing with it now. All well, right. Well, salute you to you, my there, brother. Bro. Appreciate you, brother. I hope that you, you know, continue to grow in this journey called life. And be safe out there. Hello, who's this? Hey. Hey, who's this? Hey. Hey, hey this is Marco. Hey, Marco. Hey, Marco. Hold on. out there? God. What are, what are they doing to make a little extra money, brother? Me, gaming. Gaming's a good one. Okay, there you yeah. go. Yeah. Now, gaming is yeah, a good one. My son made a, a couple hundred dollars Twitch, the other day. Caffeine, YouTube. Gotta do what you gotta do, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Y'all business gotta be booming right now, right? Game? Yeah, they, actually, they said yes. the gaming business is amazing right now. Well, of course, yeah, but they're shutting down GameStop, unfortunately. But yeah, I read that You can yesterday. get stuff online, too, right? Yeah, but online it's not the same as GameStop, you know? It's not, you can't buy the used games, you know, $40, $20, $30. It's all 60 so that's, you know, it's a little costly, but hey, I'm doing why, it. Why are they shutting down GameStop? I briefly breezed across that article. I didn't really d- dive deep into it. Why are they shutting it down? Because they're not making business anyway. Everything is digital. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, kids, you can buy games, you don't even have to leave the house no more. You, just you can buy have a subscription. And it right into your thing. Yeah. Well, thank you for calling. But you know, games are making a lot of business. I, I watch my son, and after he finishes school, he goes and he plays these tournaments, and he makes a couple hundred dollars all the time. So they're making mm-hmm. a lot of money too. Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. We're asking, what are you doing right now to make a little extra cash? I know it's uh, times are hard right now. A lot of people have been laid off and fired. So what are you doing to make a little extra cash? Call us now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. So we were just asking, what are people doing to make a little extra cash? All right, mm-hmm. you know, uh, a lot of people are being laid off, being fired. So we're asking, what are you doing to make some cash? Give somebody some ideas. Let's go to the phone. This line. is a time to get creative when you're at home too. To be like, okay, what can I figure out? What it, that I can do to make some money? Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Devin out of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Devin, what's up, brother? What are you doing to make a little extra bread? Man, right now I'm trying to work on the clothing line and uh, writing book. You know, I'm trying not to let this virus get me lazy, man. I'm trying to find some extra income out here. You know, don't want mm-hmm. people to wait on these stimulus checks. Just get this income while it's out here. Find something that you can do, make yourself useful. But you know what? Even mm-hmm. I was uh, I was talking to a plumber, and he was saying the plumbing business and the uh, heating and AC business has been booming. He said because people are home, so they're starting to hear things wrong with their house that they usually wouldn't Absolutely. hear. Absolutely. So that's why I've been. T- 
that's why I think trade schools should be free. Like, people really need to get back into trade school. You really need to get back into learning how to do things with their hands. That's immediate money, and that is, you talk about essential jobs? Right. Those are always essential jobs. Air condition, f- fixing air conditions and heating units, electricians, plumbers. Like, we always are going to need them. Even pest control. A lot of people said now that they're home so much, they're starting to see things that they shouldn't be seeing, whether it's bugs, whether it's mice. So pest control yeah. is doing a lot. Right I don't know if you saw the streets in, in New Orleans. They're saying for a lot of times the rats would eat the scraps off the food that people had at the bars and the alleyways. Mm-hmm. And now because people aren't out eating anymore, the rats are trying to find food. So it's becoming a, overrun. Yeah. <laughs> I also want to tell y'all, brothers and sisters, I respect y'all wholeheartedly, but don't act like y'all didn't see those roaches before this quarantine, okay? You just was ignoring them goddamn roaches, but now that you're home all day long and you got some people in the house with you, they telling you, they keep reminding you that you got them goddamn roaches, all right? So now you're getting them fixed, all right? But you knew you saw them roaches beforehand. My goodness. Hello, who's this? Brian McAjoni. Hey, what's up, bro? What are you what's doing to make a little extra bread right now? What's hey, up, King? I'm, I'm still working. I'm still working, but then uh, I have... I am in the. Uh, yeah, your phone is a little jacked up. Oh, okay. I had it. I didn't have it to my mouth, but uh, yeah, I'm still working. <laughs> but then I have still some Wheelite for five sixty out here. You say you've been drinking Pedialyte? No, nah, I built some Wheelite. That's built a wheel uh, what's Wheelite? It's for rims for big trucks and cars and and uh, SUVs. Congratulations! So you, why do I? Why, for some reason, that made me. Yeah, that make me think of spinners. Remember the spinner rims that people used to have? That's what I. Yeah, that's what that yeah, made me think yeah, of. It's like that. It's like that. But these right here at night, it'll wake people up. You know, it'll it'll slow down accidents. Cause I was in. A, I had to learn how to walk. Uh, Got I had to you. Learn how to walk in 2007. So, so it's beneficial. So it's like it's like uh, it's like it's like wearing those jackets when you jogging and the, and they like kind of light up so you yeah, see people like on the road. Yeah. That's dope. Exactly. Is that legal though? Can you have that on your wheels? I know sometimes they stop Man, all the extra lights. You you remember two live crew? Well, we gotta go to court about it. We gotta go to court about it. You know? I ain't mad at you, brother. And uh, yeah, you know. What I man? think it's a great I mean, idea. Salute to the two live crew. Goddamn it! it I think it's a great idea. Yeah, it ain't illegal, so you know what I mean right now. But they might try. But I'm willing to go to court for it if I need to. Now nah, I see a lot there of people that put their lights under their cars, and sometimes police pull them over. But I just wonder. But yeah, I think that's a great idea. Well, what's the moral of the story, guys? The moral of the story is, man, has got to eat. Okay, so you got to figure it out. You can't wait on Trump and, you know, those stimulus checks in the next three weeks. If you need money now, you just got to figure out how to go get it, you know, uh, by any legal means necessary. Right. And and I do want to tell people, people ask me what site do you, should they sell sneakers on. Uh, if you have some old sneakers that look good, you could clean them up. GOAT sells old sneakers. You could sell your old sneakers at GOAT. If they're new, you could go to StockX. You'll get your money immediately. And also, uh, a lady hit me. Uh, her name is uh, Joey. She said, thank you for mentioning the uh, gloves being thrown on the floor. She said, I'm one of the people that has to pick that up. And over the last three weeks, it's been disgusting. I've been picking up gloves and disinfectant wipes outside of supermarkets and targets. It's frustrating seeing that and just disgusting. So if you have your gloves, I understand you just want to get in the car, but you got to dispose of them, man. You just can't throw your gloves on the floor. Absolutely. And I want to tell all these kids, man, um, and not even not even the kids. If you know elderly people in your neighborhood, not only are you being a good Samaritan, you can make a couple of dollars, man, just pulling up on the old folks and asking them if they need anything. Going to the grocery store for them. You know what I'm saying? Let let them give you give you their little grocery list. You go to the store, pick up some items, make a couple of dollars. So not only are you being a good Samaritan, right. you put a little change in your pocket, too. I think that's a nice little hustle for right now. Absolutely. Well, we got rumors on the way, yeah. 
Yes, and let's talk about Tiffany Haddish. Now, Ida Rodriguez, comedian Ida Rodriguez, went live for UMC TV's Laughs on Lockdown, and Tiffany joined her. And Tiffany Haddish had something to say about uh, men and their penis sizes and how that relates to their personality. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Pharrell. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Now, Pharrell just got some backlash. That's because he told his followers hospitals are running low on masks, gowns, and other critical items. We need to replenish their supplies, take action, make a donation, and ask others to join the fight. We're in this together. Let's protect the responders on the front lines. Now, fans got upset about that. They said because of his net worth, which is as high as $150 million, they said things like, imagine asking the people who most likely are being laid off right now to donate while you could just get your fellow celebs to raise money. He probably but how do you how do we know how do we know he's not talking to his fellow celebs? How do we know he's not talking to his network? That's how he gets his messaging out. Every message is not for you, people. What's wrong with it's you, also man? a collaborative effort. Just because you donate and your celebrity friends donate doesn't mean that if everybody gave a few dollars, if they had to give, that makes a huge difference. Also, right? Yeah, and it's not just celebrities that may want to donate. There's people out there that may just want to feel, may want to do a good deed. They may want to help in some way. They may want to give twenty dollars, thirty dollars, forty dollars. Why can't Why can't they do that? Why yeah. can't he ask people for that? Especially I if he's already putting his money where his mouth is. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure Pharrell is donating money. I'm I'm, I'm he, almost positive of it. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. He's trying to use his influence to get people that may have it to donate. There's no problem with that at all. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, one person who actually ended up deleting their whole account is David Geffen. He has a net worth of $7.7 billion, and he faced some backlash. He posted a picture of himself self-isolating on his yacht, his $590 million yacht, and he posted sunset last night. I'm hoping everyone is safe. Well, people started going off on him also saying that it was very tone deaf of him. They said, Why is it tone was, deaf? You poor plebes can suck it. It's fabulous to be rich. Look at me. And uh, people are saying that it was just very vain of him. Listen, I tell everybody, act your wage. All right? If that's the way he's quarantining a billionaire on a yacht, God bless him. If the way you're quarantining is, is in a one or two bedroom apartment, God bless you. If you're if you're quarantining in a, in a cool little house, God bless you. It don't matter. Everybody's acting their wage. How can you be mad at that man for living the life that he built for himself? Yeah, I'm, I, I don't understand that. That man is living his life. You don't know what he's doing, if he's donating, if he's not. That's the way he chose to live. He and you know what I thought? Who cares? When I saw it, I was like, man, I wish I was on a super yacht <laughs> in Canawan right now. Me self-quarantining. Too. But, hey. All right, now ESPN is moving up the Michael Jordan documentary, The Last Dance. It's a 10-part documentary, and they're saying the date will be Sunday, April 19th for the start date. It was originally supposed to come out in June, but they are planning to make that announcement on Good Morning America today, as a matter of fact. So, Oh, yeah, I'm I'm definitely here for that. I'm definitely here for that. for that. All right, now, other things that are happening. Comedians are going live, and Ida Rodriguez went live on UMC.TV, hashtag laughs on lockdown, and Tiffany Haddish joined in, and here's what Tiffany had to say about guys and their penis sizes. Big is going to be disrespectful. You're going to have to remind to take the trash out all the time. You're going to have to be like, why you didn't call me? Who is this girl that you with? He and going to take the trash out. He'll say nice things to you and... 
compliment you and occasionally get you like a gift, but not from like a real fancy store. Like he don't get you something from Target. Little <laughs> always nice. Little kind to his mama all the time. Little will do everything that needs to be done to make sure you stick around. Interesting. I would think guys with little penises would be angry though. I would think that you would be upset and like frustrated and mad because that's really something that you can't change, right? Like that's really something that's out of your control, your penis size. No, I think they tend to be. I think they tend to be nicer, also because you know they need to be. Well, I I, I have to disagree with Tiffany Haddish because I treat my wife well and um I'm okay. Well, we don't know. What do you mean you're okay? Um, I don't have a small penis. We have no I mean, idea. The fact that you had to announce that to the world lets me know that you might be, you know, trying to overcompensate for something. Why did you feel the need to yell to the world, I don't have a small penis? And who are you comparing you it to? Right now? You seem very angry. Yes, what right penises now, what talking about what penises have you seen to compare compare your penis size to? Yours. I knew you was gonna say that. <laughs> I'm glad that you finally living your truth. Drop one of clues bombs for DJ Envy, man. This secret can't go on much longer. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess okay. that is uh, yeah. your rumor. There they go pushing that agenda again. <laughs> there they go pushing that agenda. Okay. Oh my goodness. Well, that rumor report went out with a bang. Thanks, this, guys. This why pe- this why people think we're in the Illuminati right now. Oh, they're gonna run with this clip on YouTube. They're gonna oh put they're gonna put a YouTube video with a three headed goat man. <laughs> And a bunch of satanic symbols. <laughs> They're going to talk about the agenda that Charlemagne the God and DJ Envy continue to push. Okay? Oh the, 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 the castration of the male. All right? Oh my goodness, man. All right. Well, who are you giving your donkey to then? Well... Well, you know, um, let's go. Let's let's go from this to bestiality, okay? Because people have a love for their dog that um, I just don't understand. A love for animals, period. But we'll talk about it for after that. It's a lot of Joe zo- Exotics in the world. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we were talking about Joe Exotic. I haven't seen it. Uh, I, I don't know what it's... I know it's about some guy that loves Tiger tigers Key. or something like that. But what, what is it about yeah, he, people that don't know, Charlemagne? Yee, he's got, what, a sanctuary in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina? Yeah, so it was him versus Carol, and Carol was more of a save the tigers type of person, but she was doing the same kind of things that Joe Exotic was doing at his place, so the two of them had a back and forth, and then he was conspiring to get her killed. People think that Carol killed her husband, fed him to the tigers. Just a lot of the behind the scenes of what right. was going on at these sanctuaries. All right. Well, we're opening yes. up the phone lines. For some strange reason, Charlemagne believes this man was having intercourse <laughs> with his tiger. It's no, it's no, it's no secret. Uh, I think Joe, possibly Jeff. Um, I think both of them had their penis in the Frosted Flakes box. I mean, you know, it's just a very weird relationship that I think that they had with these tigers that went a little bit past love. And you know, even uh, one of the women was uh, rubbing. I think it was Kara. She was rubbing the tiger's penis. You know what I'm saying? Like, what? You, like, did you ask him sent to do that? I can't be the only person that thinks Joe Exotic was sleeping with this damn tiger. But people are like that with their pets in general. Like our guy from Revolt, Steve, he sleeps in the bed with his dog and cuddles with his dog. I just feel like people are very like, it's a little weird because I've never been like that. I've had pets my whole life growing up. And I would let my dog sleep on the bottom of the bed, but I was never that attached. But some people are very like they tongue down their dogs. And I always felt like that was a little weird. You never see people let dogs kiss them on their mouth? I see the, the, I mean, not, they don't stick their tongue back in the dog's mouth. I seen, you know, the dogs lick their face and things like that. Come on. Well, I'm telling you right now, animals are, are, are evolving at a rapid pace. And in 10 years, when animals can talk, when dogs can talk, boy, that's going to be a whole new Me Too movement.
All right, so y'all keep it up. All right, we'll wait for when dogs can talk. But let's go to the phone lines. 800-585-1051. Hello, who's this? Austin. Austin, do you watch the uh, Joe Exotic, Joey I Exotic, whatever his name is, show? Joe Exotic. Yeah, yeah. I have now, watched do you think... over the weekend, and Austin, with yeah, Joe I agree Sm- with Charlemagne. That white devil was sleeping with them, cra- with them tigers. <laughs> it's obvious, right? What makes you think that, yeah, though? Man. Like He's all cuddling up with the tigers, taking them from their mama right when they born and stuff, trying to be their mama and whatnot. This man is weird. Yeah, taking the little baby tigers. You, 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 the, you, the, you the R. Kelly of sleeping with tigers. Exactly, man. Oh that man goodness. that man is on some other stuff. But everybody in that show was on some other stuff. Carol Alden. Okay. All That's right. crazy. I just did it didn't cross my mind at all. Okay. Well let's go to another caller. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Walter. Hey, what's up, Walter? We're talking what's to up, Walter? Exotic. You think he was sleeping with them damn tigers? Uh, no, nah, man, he wasn't sleeping with them tigers, man. It, it's crazy because a lot of people just relate to animals more than they do people. Like my wife loves mm-hmm. dogs, but she ain't sleeping with the dogs around the house, you know what I mean? That's what you tell yourself to make yourself feel better? <laughs> hey, I got, I got to. I got to. Hey, but I, people just, love their pets. Just, yeah, people love their pets. They just relate to them a lot better, you know? Right. I can see relating like to a dog, it. but a tiger? You see our guy, Trav. His dog just died, by the way. Rest in peace. Uh, Trav's dog passed away. I saw he posted it on Instagram, but he was heartbroken when that happened. A lot of people look at pets as like their kids in a way. Yeah. Yeah, All but right. it was a weird sexual energy between Joe and that goddamn tiger, man. Well, let's open up the phone lines. We're going to talk some more to people. 800-585-1051. Do you think Joe was uh, knocking off his tiger? We're talking Joe Exotic. Hopefully you've seen the documentary on Netflix. I haven't seen it yet. I'm going to watch it today. But call us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. I know, I know, I know, Call me. Add your opinion to the Breakfast Club top. Come on. 800-585-1051. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking Joe Exotic. I haven't yes, seen the Tiger documentary King. on Netflix. Uh, he's called the Tiger King. I'm sure you've seen the memes going around. And he's in jail right now, just so you know, Envy. What's he in jail for? Uh, for conspiring to kill Carol. I think he need to be in jail for bestiality also because I really feel like Joe Exotic was sleeping with that goddamn tiger. There's some things on that footage that we'll never know what happened because they were documenting Joe Exotic for years to do a reality show, and then he burned... Well, we don't know he burned it down, but some people believe that he burned down the shed himself because he didn't want those tapes to get out. We don't know what was on them, but the cameras were always rolling on his I know it was on them tapes. It, it was him taking shots of goddamn tiger... That's what was on them tapes, okay? Joe Exotic was sleeping with them damn tigers, and can't nobody tell me different. They just got a weird sexual energy. Well, let's open between up the them. phone lines. 800-585-1051. Do you think Joe Exotic was sleeping with his tigers? Hello, who's this? Hey, my name is Phil. How are you? Hey, Phil. How you doing this morning? Good. Do you think he was sleeping with his tigers, bro? Absolutely, man. I've been listening to you guys for a long time, and Charlemagne, he's always right. He's, he's rarely very... <laughs> he's never wrong. Thank you, sir. Oh, my goodness. I'm glad so you that's noticed. Why you, that's, that's the reason why oh you think that. Oh, my goodness. I can't listen to you now. Why are you mad with this man for this man? I know what he's talking about. Continue, crazy. Joe. Obviously, this man What's is crazy. Name? Bill? I think Bill, I think Bill sleeps Continue, with tigers Bill. also. Yeah, Bill sleeps The floor is yours, Bill. Continue. The range. Where are you from, Bill? Florida. I knew it. Thank uh, you. Okay. Yeah, goodbye. You go. Thank you so much. <laughs> see? See? Let's see. <laughs> see? <laughs> let's go. Perfect. Let's go to another caller. That was perfect. Hello, who's this? Oh, this is Robert from Indianapolis, Indiana. Hey. Now, hey, Robert. Joe Exotic was sleeping with his tigers? Uh, no. 
<laughs> I don't think so. Charlamagne, your mind works different. I, I didn't well, think that at all when I was watching different. it. <laughs> but what did you so think? So you didn't think it was nothing weird between Joe and that goddamn tiger? You think that was perfectly normal? I thought it was normal. I mean, he just loved his animals. I have a dog, but I don't touch my dog like that. I ain't no dogs I are different. Animals. <laughs> dogs are different, okay? Older cat women, it's a reason. You know the whole thing they say about cat women now. What they that? say? Well, they say cats have rough tongues. So they say, you know, women put... And put a little honey on her clitoris, and you know, turn. See, you know. I, don't, I, I don't know anybody who would even think about that. I've heard these things, oh, oh you know. Gosh, it's the same thing with Joe. We think alike. We just thought that he loved those tigers so much. He was like, kind of like how people are with yeah. their pets. Joe put oh, some right, of that exactly. salmon sauce in his <laughs> crack, and that tiger get to work. <laughs> My goodness. What's the moral of the story, y'all? Take one more call. Yo, you like this, huh? This really turns you on. Hello, who's this? Dennis from New Jersey. Dennis from New Jersey. <laughs> Dennis, hey, Dennis. How you doing, DJ Emily? What part of Jersey? Angela. Uh, hey, Dennis. Middlesex County. Middlesex County, all right. You being safe out there? Yes. Do you have home. any animals? No, I do not. Okay, do you think Joey uh, was, sleep Joe was sleeping with his Joe. Uh, tiger? <laughs> After hearing the story about the pit bull, I, I believe there is something to it. Yes. <laughs> but you don't have any pets, so you don't have that connection with a pet. No, I do not. Except myself, I, I don't. So you except sleep with yourself? yourself. Okay. No, no, yourself. Uh, except myself uh, uh, just being by myself at home. Oh, you accept yourself being alone? Yes. Got you, got you, got you. Somebody cue the violence for um, <laughs> this young man. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for calling. Love me. you, my brother. You calling, man. See, I knew I wasn't alone. I knew it was other people out there who saw what I saw. I gotta go watch it today because this is crazy. And that, and that young man at Florida, for that thing Charlemagne's right. Florida. <laughs> All right, y'all get your story. Listen, the, the, the moral of the story is Charlemagne is always right. I've been trying to tell y'all this for nine years. Why don't y'all listen to me? My God, Jesus Christ! If you listen to me, your life will be a whole lot better. That's all I'm trying to tell you. My goodness. All right. Yeah, we got rumors on the way. Yes, we'll be talking about Rihanna. Now, she did an interview with British Vogue, and she's talking about new music. Also, another thing that she wants to do is have kids. All right. We'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Deja. Listen Now, Deja Harris is T.I.'s daughter, and she recently posted on her vlog about her mental health issues and how she's on a mission right now to help other people who are facing similar struggles with anxiety, with depression, and things that she's had to deal with since she was 11 years old. Here's what she had to say. Depression and anxiety is something that I've been dealing with since about the age of 11. My self-esteem started to kind of become an issue for me in the sixth grade due to bullying. I started to struggle with understanding what it was that I was feeling, and I definitely knew that I wasn't able to express what it was that I was going through. So, without the proper knowledge and support, I eventually started to turn to self-inflicted coping mechanisms that 
weren't too healthy or beneficial to me or my growth. Drop one of clues bonds for Deja. This, this is why I preach the need for investing in your mental wealth so much. Like, because the only way to eradicate the stigma is to constantly share your story. And when you share your story, you make other people comfortable, comfortable enough to share their story. And I wish when I was Deja's age, I was able to have those conversations with folks, man. And I wish I had the tools and the resources that I had now. So salute to that young lady. And this is something that she's been doing, that she's been dealing with since she was 11 years old, and she's 18 now. So that's something that, fortunately for her, she's been able to identify and then now step out and try to help other people out as well. Tip, you're doing a great job, sir. That's right. All right. Now, John Krasinski, he has launched his YouTube series, and one thing that he launched that with is a reunion with Steve Carell. Now, y'all know they were both on The Office together, and it's been a 15-year anniversary for The Office, which is, by the way, one of my favorite shows of all time. I've seen every single episode. What I need to do is go back and watch the British version of The Office that came before the version here in the United States. I haven't had a chance to check out all of those, but I guess now is a good time for that, right? And here is what their reunion was sounding like, and John Krasinski was asking Steve Carell basically about his favorite scenes and about the two of them working together. Listen to this. We were on a little show called The Office, and it turned 15 years old yep. this week. I mean, I was a waiter when I got that job, and after the pilot, I went back to waiting tables because I was sure nothing was going to happen with it. <laughs> and... Uh, and we all kind of came into it with that vibe. I remember none of us had done anything huge. It's such an, a happy surprise that after all these years, people are still tuning in and finding it. In your top memories, what were some of your favorite memories? All of our exchange around the, the micro flat screen TV. That's the beauty of art like The Office, though, right? Like you want to create something that stands the test of time, something that'll outlive you and that's exactly what they created with the office and to think that show could have kept going if they could have if they would have just treated uh steve carell right paid him his money well, it did it did keep going after he left for a couple more seasons but what well, the other the thing i really liked about the office was how diverse their cast was i mean mindy kaling was on there craig robinson rashida jones uh mm -hmm. idris idris was on there also mm -hmm. so i really did appreciate that leslie uh david baker all of the people that were on that show also uh oscar the, the character who played oscar his name was oscar in real life too i think so um appreciate that and i'm sure i'll be checking out that podcast since i'm home okay and Rihanna, she is on the cover of British Vogue. Obviously, this was shot before everything has been happening with coronavirus. And when they did post it, they said that the British Vogue issue was created prior to the pandemic. So they wanted to make sure that people were aware of that because that's why none of that was addressed in the cover story interview with Rihanna. But among the things that she talked about, she said she's very aggressively working on music for her ninth studio album. She said, mm -hmm. I can't say when I'm going to drop her. Her last full length project was back in January of 2016. And she said, I don't want my albums to feel like themes. There are no rules. There's no format. There's just good music. And if I feel it, I'm putting it out. So she said she has no boundaries. I've done everything. I've done all the hits. I've tried every genre. Now I'm just wide open. I can make anything that I want. And another thing that she talked about is kids. She said um, she wants to live differently when it comes to having children. She said, I have kids, three or four of them, even if it means raising them on her own. She said, I feel like society wants to, makes me want to feel like, oh, you got it wrong. They diminish you as a mother if there's not a dad in your kids' lives. But the only thing that matters is happiness. So that's the only healthy relationship between a parent and a child. That's the only thing that can raise a child truly is love. So you can check out so that full interview for British Vogue. So who would that lucky man be? You know how many men out here trying to be trapped by Rihanna? You know how many men would love to be that that person 
Trust and believe there's no shortage of sperm for Rihanna out here in these nah. streets. But if she wanted to, she could also get artificially inseminated. You know, yep. who knows what she's planning to do. She said there's no rules, so. Yeah, she's right. As long as the, her, her and those kids are happy, that's all that matters. Well, who the all lucky right, well, kids going to be then? Them kids going to be, them kids is going to be like the hair to a billion dollar business when it's all said and done. Because that Fenty Beauty is popping. Everything is not about money, Charlemagne. Jeesh. Andy, I know you ain't talking. <laughs> don't you ever fix your mouth to say uh, everything ain't all about money. Who, you? As long as the DJ kids Envy? are happy. Yes. As Man, long as shut my up. kids are happy. My kids are happy without money. And the money doesn't matter, Charlemagne. Come on. Yeah, sure. Envy about to donate yeah. everything. Okay. Yeah, Envy. Yeah, sure. <laughs> we believe that coming from you. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that's your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now, when we come I'm trying back, to sound all honorable. I know. I'm trying to sound all humble and broke. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> That's I his broke thank voice. Thank you. Okay, MV <laughs> Chopra. Thank you. I just want to say thank you. That's all. Thank you. Now, when we come back, uh, rest in peace to Nipsey Hussle. Of course, we Man. Go Nipsey Hussle makes his only right. Life so, has not been the same since Nipsey Hussle died. I promise you. I, I, my, I have not looked at life the same since Nipsey Hussle died. I look at uh, the way I approach karma differently and i just lean into the uncertainty of everything since nipsey hustle died because you just you just never know man so rest in peace big, big nip all right so we'll get into that nipsey mix next don't move it's the breakfast club good morning morning everybody it's dj nv angela yee charlamagne the guy we are the breakfast club it's women's history month and who we repping today yee well, today we are honoring Sojourner Truth. She was an African-American woman abolitionist, and she was also a women's rights activist. Now, she was best known for her speech about racial inequalities, Ain't I a Woman, that was delivered in 1851. She was born into slavery and escaped with her infant daughter to freedom in 1826, and she also went to court to recover her son in 1828 and became the first black woman to win such a case against a white man. So here is Kerry Washington performing her speech at the Voices of a People's History event and this is the famous Ain't I a Woman speech. It's Women's History Month and we're celebrating the most influential women in history. Check out this phenomenal woman. But what's all this here talking about? That man over there says that women need to be helped into carriages and to have the best place everywhere. Nobody ever helps me into carriages. <laughs> or over mud puddles, or gives me any best place. And ain't I a woman? Look at me. Look at my arm. I have plowed and planted and gathered into barns, and no man could head me. And ain't I a woman? I could work as much and eat as much as any man when I could get it, and I could bear the lash as well. And ain't I a woman? I have borne 13 children, seen most sold off into slavery. And when I cried out with a mother's grief, none but Jesus heard me. And ain't I a woman? That, that, that man in the back there, he says, women can't have as much rights as men because Christ wasn't a woman. Well, where did your Christ come from? He came from God and a woman. Man didn't have nothing to do with it. If the first woman God ever made was strong enough to turn the world upside down all alone, well, these women here together ought to be able to turn it back and get it right side up again. And they asking to do it. The men better let them. 
And that was another phenomenal woman in history. Yes, so today we are honoring Sojourner Truth. She was truly ahead of her time, a very brave woman. Imagine having to go to court to recover your own son and becoming the first black woman to win that type of case. And, of course, you guys know that Ain't I a Woman speech. If you don't know it, this is the perfect time for you to go back and research that while we're at home. All right. Well, thank you, Miss Yee. That was a great month. Now, when we come back, we got the positive note, so don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, um, on my list today, I got to go see, I got to see Joe Exotic. I got to see that Please, documentary Please, Tiger today. King. Yeah, ever since you heard about that man, you know, giving that tiger the bone, you want to watch now. That does not no. happen on there. No. Also, I have to go check out, I have to finish uh, Ozark. I, I'm on season two, so I should finish that up today as well. Oh, and the app I was doing? talking about for the horror films is not Shredder. It's called Shudder. It's brand Shutter. new to me. So, I, yeah, Shudder. And I watched The Room, so if you have time to watch that, that was a really good movie. It's about a room and, in this house that this uh, couple buys, and The Room will give you anything you want. You could ask for a million dollars. It'll give you a million dollars. You could ask for anything, and some things aren't good. To ask for. Okay. All right. Well, you guys have a great day, Charlamagne. You got a positive note? Yes. First of all, I just want to say salute Nipsey Hussle. Rest in peace, Nipsey Hussle. You know, it's been one year since, uh, one year today since Nipsey Hussle was taken away from us. The world really hasn't been the same since he got tragically taken away from us last year. Uh, I honestly probably think about Nipsey every day. His death just hit different. But we are thankful for the time we did get with that brother on this planet. And he's a new yes, symbol. Are. He's a new symbol of a of a old way of thinking, and that old way of thinking is do for self. Okay, it's something that the Honorable Elijah Muhammad in the NOI taught us, and and he represents that for a new era. And I love the brother because he pointed people in the direction of those lessons he would receive. Nipsey would tell you to go read Message to the Black Man by Elijah Muhammad. He would tell you to go read the autobiography of Malcolm X. So salute to that brother, and I'm gonna end with a quote of his, okay? And I know you see this going around Instagram all the time. It's one of my favorite Nipsey Hussle quotes. Nipsey said, the game is going to test you. A lot of us are being tested right now. But he said, never fold. Stay 10 toes down. It's not on you. It's in you. And what's in you, they cannot take away. Rest in peace, Nipsey Hussle. Breakfast club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done?